Yeah, we'll see how best I can stay still. <clears throat> we know that's hard for you. <clears throat> Very hard. Hi, I'm Destiny. And I'm Sam. And you're listening to Unmuted with Destiny and Sam. A podcast where faith, culture, and friendship intertwine. Welcome back to our podcast, Unmuted. Thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Destiny. And I'm Sam. Thank you again. Why you got to say thank you again? Because I don't know what else to say. Don't say thank you again. <laughs> Whatever. Um, what's this episode about? In this episode, we wanted to talk about the coronavirus that we are experiencing now as a pandemic um, in our society. Not only a health crisis to us, but also an um, economic crisis too. So we really wanted to talk about it and you know, speak peace over our lives and into your lives too, because we know that there's so many people affected by this, not only health-wise, but as I said, you know, financially and, you know, all the other alleys mentally, <laughs> you know, there's so many things going on. And we're just hoping that you're encouraged by this podcast as we go along and that that you're encouraged yes as sam said we just want to give peace and encouragement in this uncertain time and you know this wasn't really i don't know this wasn't really on our list on our of, yeah, yeah this wasn't on our schedule or to say agenda <laughs> yeah it, it really wasn't but we yeah we weren't going to talk about it but right. we felt that we should because we can't ignore it because it's affecting all of us and it's affecting us and kind of how we do this podcast as well um i mean we were supposed to do this a while ago <laughs> but sometimes circumstances yeah prevent it and even even um even while we're here sitting we were there were uncertainties of us even doing this recording or, yeah. you know, other recordings that we have planned to do because we are going through what statewide um, stay at home. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, the stay at home order. But I mean, like you guys know, we're in Florida and I live in Hillsborough County. We had already had the stay at home order in effect for about a week maybe a week and a half mm -hmm. and then i guess the governor decided to make the whole state do the stay at home thing but um yeah we just weren't sure how things were going to be um if you we know, could go out if you we know. could go out or not plus you know we have to maintain social distancing we're really wondering can we do this um in light of all that's happening yeah because we're not really set up for a remote podcasting right. yet <laughs> at this point in time so <laughs> but here we are <laughs> this got through god's grace we're here doing it and we're just so grateful and that's so we know that god is in the midst of this and we really just want to speak peace into your life even into our lives too because 
as Destiny said, we are faced with uncertainties. Like there's so many things going on. And let's just jump right into it. Honestly, <laughs> this corona to me, um, it sends some form of fear into my heart. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, it's not something that I talk about, but the I don't know, the mere fact that um initially there wasn't a lot of fear in my heart. And I and I don't know if now there's still a lot of fear of contracting the the um the virus. But it's just the other day when I thought about me being sick before, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that I that I got um a chest infection out of nowhere when I got it maybe in, I think it was 2018. I was fine. I literally was fine. I was just having my 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 sinus symptoms that I that I usually have and out of nowhere this horrible cough came with me throwing up and stuff like that I couldn't keep anything down and when I went to the doctor they said it was a chest infection and I realized to an extent now I haven't really recovered like fully from that chest infection because sometimes my breathing seems out of whack sometimes depending on what I'm doing Mm -hmm. So when I backtrack and look back on what I went through with the chest infection, there's somewhat a little fear in me that if I should get this, I may be wiped out too. You know, I don't know if that makes don't sense. Say that. <laughs> right. Okay, mm -hmm. let's not say that. Let's scratch that. But there is still there's still that fear due to due to that illness. So, yes, I can understand the fears um, or the anxieties about this corona. Whether it's you being attacked by um, getting the virus or you being out of a job or, you know, or you still having a job but still having to go to work, being at risk of, you know, getting the virus. There's still some level of fear in our hearts about it and i can understand yeah like sam was saying um i don't i I wouldn't necessarily say that i have fear about it but it can be a point of concern for me for more than one <clears throat> for more than one reason because um you know generally anytime i get really sick it turns into bronchitis and is like respiratory. The last time I had to be on like this inhaler thing, um, what's it called? Advair? Advair? Yeah. It's like the puff? Yeah, I had to do that. <laughs> once you inhale it once a day or whatever. You I don't know how many it times once. it was, but yeah, I had yeah. to do that. And then, you know, when I was born, my mother says I had RSV and I had to stay in the hospital <laughs> some extra weeks. So what is RSV? Uh, uh, I had it. Um, it's respiratory syn syn virus. Mm. 
um, they said it's common in children mm-hmm. below two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. This RSV can cause severe infection in some people, especially premature babies, older adults, infants, and adults with heart and lung disease or anyone with a very weak immune system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the symptoms of this are actually, like, very similar to the coronavirus. You know, dr- the dry cough, mm-hmm. low fever, sore throat, headache. But, um, I mean, that was years ago, but it's still a thing that could rise up. Like I said, anytime I'm really sick, it generally develops into bronchitis or I get a horrible cough. Either way, even if I don't have to do the inhaler thing. Um, And then, you know, on my mother's side of the family, we got histories of asthma and stuff and so yeah (laughs) there's call you know there's cause for concern about this coronavirus yeah and then i mean for both of us we're living with people who are who are immunocompromised (laughs) (laughs) that is true because my grandmother she has copd you know and um she she's practicing social distancing from me if nobody else she's practicing it from me because i have to get up every day and go out to work you know i have to go and mingle with people and stuff like that and take care of persons who they may have gone to the hospital or they may you know they may have been put at risk of developing Mm -hmm. or you know contracting the virus so I can understand her, you know, her cause of concern because she is at the highest risk of getting it. Or if she is to get it, there's no telling, you know, how her mm-hmm. body, her, her, how her body will handle um, the coronavirus. So, yeah. Yeah, my dad has MS. <laughs> we don't, we don't really know how things would turn out. If, right. If he got it. And, you know, I'm still going to work every day and my mother's still going to work every day. And it's just uncertain. Like, I don't know if this is a cause of of, um, the virus necessarily, but usually on my day off, I would cook. But he's been cooking for like the past three (laughs) weeks. I don't know if he don't want me over the food or anything or if he just he enjoys cooking in general. But in general, I would do it on my day off. But he's been doing it like early in the morning before I get up. So I don't know. (laughs) Um, Or maybe he's feeling more um, strength these days, too. It could be that. So let's see that as a good sign that he's getting out more these days to cook. That's that's funny if it does. If he is, because like we're in this time where people are weak and falling down and getting sick right he's he's (laughs) strengthened right (laughs) but we know how god works sometimes he Mm -hmm. he works in mysterious ways his wonders to perform and um i take that as a positive sign that he's getting Mm -hmm. up doing it more so he's feeling up to it and that's good yeah he's been doing good whether it is to avoid you from going in the kitchen okay but (laughs) He has some level of strength to keep getting up and doing it for these past three weeks. So 
that's really good and um yeah what do what do you think though about these conspiracy theories that are <laughs> that are rolling around like whether it's end of the world conspiracies or like the 5g conspiracy i haven't or... looked i haven't <laughs> looked um into the 5g yet but i think it was thursday when i was leaving work thursday or wednesday one of one of my co-workers she started talking about it i'm like really um you know this whole 5g conspiracy that's mm-hmm the whole 5G conspiracy that it this virus has to do with or the cell towers and stuff mm-hmm. and our phones and Wi-Fi and the whole works. So the basic the basic premise is um, that from from the videos that I've seen of people and from a few things that I've read is that coronavirus is like. I don't know. I heard. I don't know if this is true, like a, really a part of the conspiracy or not. But in one of the things, it said that the coronavirus kind of was already in us, and so the five G towers just like kind of bring, yeah, it. they like yeah, they <laughs> activate it yeah, I... and um, they were saying Wuhan, the place where this came from, mm-hmm. was actually the first place where they rolled out 5g mm-hmm. towers and like put it in mass and then new york city which is which people are calling the united states epicenter mm-hmm. of the disease is also where 5g got its start pretty much in over here so yeah people are saying that that's the thing and you know i don't know i'm not a scientist i don't deal in 5g or I'm I'm cool with my 4G if 5G is harming us. I mean, because this has been a thing for years that people were talking about 5G being harmful to us because, you know, it's radiation. Right. I mean, we're already getting enough radiation from our, right. from our phones anyway. Right. But, like, 5G is, like, amping up. And I'm maybe, like, over the past two or three years, I've been seeing and reading stuff um, about people talking about the harms of... 5g and like how some people like who work in the factories they don't even want to deal want anything to do with 5g Mm -hmm. outside of their work because they know that it's harmful as well so i don't know what they pumping out Uh, yeah i don't know its connection to the corona um virus but in light of the end of the world conspiracy end of times I do believe it's end of times. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we 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 are in we're in that era now, and um, we're in that era where we're believing that Jesus is coming soon. He yeah, is, and and while while we're saying that we're not saying that to pump fear into you to Mm -hmm. say hey come serve god because jesus is coming soon we're here to um speak life into you that there is hope at the end of this corona virus you know there is hope at the end of this and yeah this pandemic is definitely a sign of the time you know right if you read in matthew chapter 24 and 
and uh, in Timothy and all these other places in the Bible and prophecy talking about what the end times would be like and we're here various diseases and earthquakes and pestilence i mean there's locusts in africa i don't know if they're still there but there were locusts flying through africa there were bats flying through australia you heard um when persons were even talking about we're gonna have world war three yeah they're calling this they're calling this actually the coronavirus world war three a bio war right i heard someone say that china started with everyone else so we we are actually facing um we are in our end of times you know yeah and um and in that too we are also reminded that there is a time and a season for everything mhm corona won't last <laughs> we yeah. don't know how long it will last to be honest yeah we, we don't, don't have that answer and we don't know like if the end of Corona is Jesus coming right. or, or if there's, you know, time period between that. But, you know, when, when we were talking about conspiracy, you know, in Isaiah, it says, don't say a conspiracy concerning all that this people call a conspiracy, nor be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. Right. Because there's nothing to fear because the Lord says, fear him and put all your hope and trust In into him. him. Right. Even if some of these conspiracies are true. Okay. They still don't decide your life or your fate really one way of the one way or the other. It's Jesus. And I'd rather leave my hands. They are leave my life in his hands than to be fearful and anxious about things that might may or may not be true. Right. And the thing is, too, with all these conspiracy theories or, you know, these things going out there, today you hear something. Tomorrow, it's a different set of news. Like, yeah. why do you want to keep being tossed back and forth, back and forth, and keep, you know, putting your hope in that? Put, mm-hmm. And then tomorrow, you're disappointed in that. You know, put your Stop hope. Stop letting your emotions and your disposition be decided by the news. what may or may, yeah, what right. may or may not come. And these leaders who have been wishy-washy from the start across all states, um, across all political parties, even right. up to the president, obviously. Uh, but, like, they have no bearing on anything, really, that that happens in the end. Yeah. And we, we also have to remember, too, that um, we, we do have an enemy out there satan he he pretty much attacks our mind and stuff and the scripture said that the thief he comes not only to steal kill and destroy we're seeing that we're this um pandemic that we're facing there's so many people who i don't know who are not feeling joyful at all or they're in quarantine can't wait to get out of quarantine you know can't wait to get back to their regular regular their regular lives or you know their normal day-to-day activities but then even at the end of this corona we're still unsure Mm -hmm. we're still unsure of what life will be like at the end you know of this pandemic Mm -hmm. or you know but i do believe that it, it won't last and you know jesus says i have you know i 
I gave you these things. I gave you my words. I told you these things so that your joy may be full and complete. Yeah. You know, not lacking anything. And he says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I've overcome the world. Yeah, you can overcome too. So we know we always um, recite these scriptures um, in terms of when we're going through like a financial crisis. So, you know, Mm -hmm. those stuff. But this is a... Uh, worldwide um pandemic and and these scriptures they still do apply this is the time to really be applying these scriptures because this is i mean for most of us this is probably like the most world-changing or life-changing thing that's gonna happen in your lifetime or your generation i mean i know for me there was september 11th um, but maybe for the younger generation who's just under me, they affect, don't, rem- yeah, yeah, they didn't affect them. Right. They, and they only know a world that's like flying after September 11, never before or after or whatever. Right. And so now this is, this is your moment to really claim the promises of God and to give, give light give light to your faith, give new life to it. Right. And I was reading in, in a devotion. Was it yesterday? No, what's today? It's Saturday. Maybe on Thursday I was reading. And many of you have heard of this book. It's called My Utmost Forest Highest uh, by Oswald Chambers. And one thing that I connected to this time is that he was saying, you know, what's preventing you from being connected with God or even from having a heart for other people? He's like, is it your job? Is it your, is it um, work? Is it all these other things that are in the way they have to be put aside? And if nothing else, this pandemic has, pretty much forced Forced people to to put put all those things aside and to reconnect with God and reconnect with their family. But like, I think this is a real opportunity for us to come together and to reignite the spirit of God in us. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so too that now is the time to really develop, you know, our quiet time with God. Well, we're coming together virtually now, you know, in praying, fasting, you know, being more radical because now um many of you have the time. Some of us are still, you know, some of us are we're essential workers, so we're still going out there mm-hmm. which um which we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, now is the time to really dig deep, talk to God, search. He said, if you search me with all your heart, you will find me. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're lacking wisdom in any way, he'll give it to you. There's some people who will develop some form of creativity through this. There's some who will come up with visions and ideas that will um, boost their finances. As well as there's some that will just come up with just rest. Like just simple rest. And, and How much are we lacking in that? And that's, that's the funny thing too. Like 
God told you to rest. Yeah. But we don't. We don't rest. And there's so many of us will come out resting. And honestly, I've seen all this stuff where people are putting out there that do this, do that, you know, still saying mm-hmm. out still of be this, productive. Yes, yeah, still your time. out of this um whole quarantine or out of this whole pandemic. You should come up with this. You should come up with that. It is okay. Like people are still working full time and even probably overtime from home instead of taking that time to rest. Yeah, or just... and we're saying that it's still okay if you don't develop a new skill. Mm-hmm. during this pandemic it's okay because, if you get nothing but rest yeah it's still okay because the thing is i to me i think you're already developing a new skill in adjusting to this whole pandemic your whole life is being reshuffled you have to adjust your whole life to accommodate what's happening to accommodate your kids being home a whole month mm-hmm. maybe two <laughs> maybe months more you know? i mean i don't think kids are going back to school it's too close to the end of the at least in our area it's too close to the end of the year they ain't going back to school right <laughs> you know you have to do all these adjustments you pretty much have to be a whole um homeschool teacher and you have to work from home on top work of at that home, too. You know, for those who are working at home. But we know um, being at home, it can be just as stressful as if you're mm-hmm. going out Some to work. Some people like go to work to escape right. from home. And, and so we know that it is okay if you just get to rest. If you don't come up with no new skill. If you, you know, it's just okay because you still had to adjust to this whole um pandemic or to this whole crisis mm-hmm. you know you're you're still doing an awesome job yeah in 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 surviving you know and um we just wanted to let you know that it is okay and um also you know in revelations where it says that god shall wipe away all tears you know from your eyes there'll be no more sorrow no more pain there is hope yeah live in that hope um live in live in that um hope and confidence that god remains faithful that he is still keeping you he's still sustaining you that he's gonna keep his promises that he already told told us us. and And that he's gonna like take this time also to remember the things that god has already done for you right and don't don't be so caught up in your present situation that you forget and you think that he can't do those things again or even much more than you already did because now it seems like stuff aren't possible mm-hmm. you probably don't know how you're gonna pay next month's bill you probably don't know how you how you and your family are gonna eat um for next month but i'm sure s- some of us have been in those spots before where we didn't know where our next meal is coming from we didn't know how the rent was gonna be paid mm-hmm. some of us have faced that before but due to this whole pandemic it's really heightened because everybody's facing some some um difficulty or you know some challenges in one form or the other and god i don't know but it's a, it just keeps saying to me that god remains faithful 
you know, it's just like when he asked Sarah, Sarah, is, is there anything too hard for me to do when Sarah laughed about be becoming pregnant? He was like, is there anything too hard for me to do? No, there's nothing too hard for God to do. And the thing is, it says that he knows our needs even before we ask. He know he 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 knew what we were in need of. I'm, God saw this happening. He knew these times were going to come. He knew that we would be faced with these difficulties. But he has always made provision for us. Mm -hmm. And he's still, you know, in... He's still making the provision. You know, he's still making that way. As it says, he makes way in the wilderness, mm -hmm. rivers in the desert. Like, we don't see water in yeah. there. <laughs> in dry places. <laughs> And I mean, wilderness, he, he, part, he parted the Red Sea yeah, in the and made it dry. <laughs> you can't find your way. You don't know where you're going when you're in the wilderness. But he says, hey, I'm making way in those places. You know, I'm making provision in places. Those are places that are hard and difficult. Yeah, and if, and, and if, if nothing else, this is definitely a waste place. Right. Where we're at right now as, as a whole in society across all countries and continents and races and religions and whatever. Everybody. This is the waste place. It is. But God has promised to make a way. Yeah. And, you know, he is making a way. Because we're still here. Yeah. You know, and then for some of us, I always... I keep saying, I don't know if I should say it, it's unfortunate or fortunate that we are working still. Because on one side, fortunate that we still have income yeah, coming we in. And we still have a job in general. We, right. And unfortunate because we're at risk. We're more at risk, mm -hmm. you know, of getting um, the disease because we're yeah. going out there every yeah, if day. We di if we didn't make it clear already, Sam and I are still working right <laughs> <laughs> and going out pretty much every, every day. day yeah yeah we're still working um i i told you guys before that i work in a at an assisted living and you know i'm still around my elderly um residents and some of them do make visits to the hospitals where you know that's them being at risk of getting the corona. So when they come in, they have to stay quarantined. Some of them aren't able to but stay. But y'all still got to feed them, though. Yeah, and, I, and I still, I, right, that's them. the thing. We still have to be hands-on with them. So while they can't mingle with other residents um, until maybe after 14 days, because they... They pre they're pretty much isolated mm -hmm. um, for 14 days just to see if there are any signs or symptoms um, developing um, during those times um, to see if they have um, contracted the coronavirus. But I do work with the memory care and Alzheimer's residents. They never remember to stay in their room. When we say for them to stay in their room, they do feel as if we don't love them or we you know we don't want them to come and interact so we still have that you know going on a lot of redirecting and stuff like that so there's just still that uncertainty even though we know that we aren't going anywhere but work <laughs> but to that environment there's still that uncertainty mm -hmm. because other people are going out other people are 
you don't know who they come in contact with, but you have to come in contact with them. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm an Amazon driver. Right. You all know what's going on at Amazon now. Um, I think maybe us as drivers, we have it a little better than the people who are working in some warehouses across the country. But, you know, we're still coming in contact with each other every day. And then we're still coming in contact with other people like customers. And whoever's listening to this, if you order an Amazon package in your home, please stay in your house. <laughs> you don't have to come meet me at the door. I would really prefer if you didn't. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you have a driveway that's like a mile long, like literally, and then and there's no turnaround spot for me to turn around to prevent me from having to back that big old van out of that, you can come meet me. But all the other people who have regular houses, please stay in the house. Yeah. Because we don't want you to get in. Um, we don't want you to get... Well, I don't want to... I don't know where you've been. Right. And so you, you don't know, know where I've been. <laughs> so let's right. just keep that distance. Yeah. So you see how many things are on us too? Like, it's not just our families um lives being compromised but even those we come in contact with even ourselves yeah. you know being compromised in going out there and i know for many persons we really just highlight the doctors and the nurses that are so close yeah. to working with these cases but, but other people are other people are out there like our workers in the um supermarket because we still have to go out and get our food too our drivers out there that you know the bus drivers and you know yeah, did you so hear did you see that bus driver who yeah. died there's so many cases there's so many essential workers out there yeah. you know and and the thing is too just like every just like everyone else out there we can't find any protective equipment right. online either and they're saying that they're reserving it all for the people in healthcare. but what about us who are doing regular jobs but still have to go we out? have to provide <laughs> services so all these you know other essential workers can still have yeah stuff or um, you people y'all y'all who are like just at home and you buy you bought up all of the masks and stuff and gloves and you we only needed. you're only going to the grocery store we need it out here we're we're working <laughs> to <laughs> outside to, to provide for you yeah you know to provide goods and services to you and um so honestly we really just want to commend you know those persons who still have to go out there and interact with the yeah, world thank and you. interact with everyone not just the nurses and doctors yes we we totally applaud them you know because that's really now becoming in like close contact you mm -hmm. know the person have the virus you, you have to treat them you have to so we commend them for doing that but there's so many other essential workers out there that um i don't think they're getting the highlight that they that they truly deserve or that they need to get um who are still providing all of these services i just want a mask i don't need a highlight <laughs> no like, i'm just like, saying like, no like yesterday <laughs> i spent literally like three hours trying to find a mask yeah i can't find one i've been looking on <laughs> diys to make some so let's see if it works out i'll i'll try to make some and stuff um yeah. you know and but this 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 
kind of just popped into my head. But what do you think about like all these churches who are all of a sudden jumping on the technology bandwagon when they hadn't <laughs> when they hadn't before and like yeah, it takes a some pandemic. Of them, yeah, them some to- of them they were resisting the um online church yeah you know saying hey people must still come out which i do get it's good to really come out and you Mm -hmm. know be gathered together and fellowship with one another but some of us we don't have that flexibility um of attending church and many of them who were already doing online services and stuff um they're just continuing they're just continuing as normal and but like one thing though, I want to know like why with some of these organizations and churches, like you can have a live stream or a call or whatever, like like three times a week. But why wasn't we doing this before it was a pandemic? Right, like <laughs> still still have the gathering, but stream it live too, so that others can see it. You yeah, know? or why? Or for those who are doing the conference calls and stuff, why can't you have a conference call without a pandemic right. throughout the week? But as I said, you know, when challenges and difficulties come up, or you know, of this nature, this mm-hmm. pandemic, it really forces us to. Co- um, come outside of the box mm-hmm. to come out the box to think out the box to be more um versatile to be more innovative and stuff like that these things it do forces us to i don't know if it's to become better or i don't know what the word is but it's not just facing the difficulties there's there's just so many blessings on the others on it on the flip side too you know yeah um I don't know if I should talk about this, but <laughs> let let us see. But like, um, for me, for chemistry, <laughs> um, I just started chemistry, what four weeks ago? Yeah. And um, my first week, to me, it was like a disaster in chemistry. Mm-hmm. I I said chemistry and I aren't friends. We we don't deal. We don't we don't know each other. We don't get along. That's how I saw chemistry. And on um, my first week, I failed the test. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to pass this course. Or even if I pass, I don't think I'm going to get even a B. And I need like a B or, you know, I need B and up to, to um, what's the word? To pass. Yeah, to pass. <laughs> C's a pass. But um, C's also a pass. But the thing is, being up is what is acceptable really so um the second week you know schools are shutting down universities they had to pretty much close Mm -hmm. and start everything online and start everything online and guys (laughs) i remembered um i remember when i was at work and I was just standing, standing by one of the computers, ready to do my medicine passes. And I was right there and I and I was like, Lord, if you just give me more time <laughs> with this chemistry, if you just give me some time to just do it, I think I can do it. I didn't know it would come in this form now that we would transition to online and you know, I wouldn't have to get up um each morning to be on the campus that I, cause I had it from Monday to Friday. 
yeah, yeah. Monday to Friday. And, um, you know, those times where I would have to get up to go to classes, I wouldn't have to get up, like, mm-hmm. physically get ready and go to the class. Because, you know, those things take time. So I got the time that I needed and I got the grace and the strength and the resources that I needed to finish this mm-hmm. class. With Tell them the end. <laughs> Tell them the end. <laughs> to finish this class with an A. <laughs> yes, with an A. So, I've been listening to her for three weeks talking about she's not going to pass and she don't know if she's going to get enough. But tell them what we prayed about. We did. We prayed for an A. Um, While I was just believing for a B, Destiny was really believing for an A. Because that first week, it really, in my mind, I just feel like it really set me back. But God remains faithful. and And... I say that to say this, that there's blessing, you know, there are blessings um, to experience. However you see it, small or little, there are blessings to experience during this pandemic, mm-hmm. even with the challenges and the adjustments and, you know, everything that came along with it or, you know, is still coming along with this pandemic. There are blessings um, to receive you know each and every day so let's look into just being grateful yeah what are the positive things that have actually come during this time for you um like sam was saying with her schoolwork um her classes being online like that's a blessing that was a blessing blessing to her and and maybe with that i wouldn't because I thought that I needed to be in the classroom. I would learn better in sitting in the classroom and, you know, interacting. Yeah, she didn't think she could do online classes. I didn't classes. think I could do online classes. But, you know, this now, it, it showed me or it proved to me that it can be done. You know, Sam, um, don't knock it until you try, <laughs> you know, because I felt like I didn't have the discipline to really, like, get up mm-hmm. and get the work done so the mere fact that i have to get up and go to the classes that would force me to get the work done but i'm telling you guys um it worked you know being at home doing the course online it worked for me and i am so 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 grateful and and thankful and considering doing the rest of your classes online that you can yeah yeah I'm so, thinking about doing that, you know, just doing the rest so of the So without the pandemic, you might not have thought that. <laughs> I and wouldn't. we'd still be suffering through <laughs> every day. Going, you know, going every to day class. going to class and <laughs> stuff. Because it's, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I still do have my full-time job. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm doing, doing my job part-time and, you know, and doing school. I still have my full-time schedule, so I still have to show up to work each and every day. On time. whether the homework's done or not whether it's <laughs> yeah you know whether it's done or not they don't care it's not i don't know if that's the but some that's pe- some of the, them care yeah about your work yeah they do care and i do have a good support system at work too like you know they are encouraging too i must be honest and even um with that also, just I just want to use that as like having support as a plug for our next episode in which we're going to talk about isolation and yeah. loneliness, which seems to all tie into this theme. You know, we know that some of y'all are experiencing 
self-isolation by yourselves <laughs> not with you know yeah and we not j- with anybody yeah we just want to bring a general conversation yeah. about um isolation and loneliness and yeah solitude and all that good stuff so stay tuned but anyway, continue what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, but as I was saying that, um, I still have good support at work too, you know, like every day is not the same day wherein what you experience today at work, like, you know, the challenges are, the difficulties are. Some days may be easier than some, but I do have a good um I do have a good executive director who he supports me and um a manager who supports me. Even some of my coworkers, they are understanding, you know, stuff like that. And even when I when I'm like, Oh guys, it's just too much, they're like, Sam, you're gonna pass, you know, Sam, you're gonna pass. It's okay, you're gonna pass and you're gonna get it. You know, stuff like that. And if there are cases where I need to probably just take a day off um out of my scheduled hours. They were, you know, they were flexible in doing that because even before I started um, the program and I had my executive director um, do a letter, what they call it, a reference letter yeah. for me. And he was like, I will support it in terms of, you know, being flexible with your timing and whatever. So if things if you need adjustment to your schedule and stuff like that, he had offered that support from the get go. So, you know, it's, it's really good. And this, with this pandemic, it was more work at work because you have to change the rules, change, and rules, change. And, it's not even so much the regulation as the pol- of daily life. Yeah, yeah. It was just the, the interaction now, Many of the residents, they had to stay in their room. We had, in the memory care part, we had to separate them Mm -hmm. um, more from each other. A lot of redirecting, you know, and stuff like that. So, the challenges, they did come up, you know. And I had to deal with all of that while doing chemistry that I thought was so overwhelming. And it was a lot of work. And those who did it would admit that it was a lot of work with this chemistry. And I'm just so grateful. But, yeah, but praise God. <laughs> we just found out today that she got an A. Yes. She took her last test yesterday. And so we just wanted, we just said all this to, to say, let yeah. you know. <laughs> just trust God How through this process. Is and has, have peace. Yeah. Even in this pandemic. Because there's no reason to worry. Because... If you are worried right now, if you are stressed out and you're uncertain, yeah, it's okay to feel those things, but don't dwell in them. They're not doing us any good to dwell in them. They're just, and actually, you know, worry and fear and all that, that breaks down your immune system. It does. So it's in your best interest to just relax, rest, Mm -hmm. and stay at home and i don't know do something fun that you haven't done don't worry about being productive or not being productive sleep all day if you want yeah you know like especially i know some of y'all out there y'all jobs are still paying y'all even y'all even though y'all staying home just relax yeah just relax you know and then to guys we know that there's so many who they do not have jobs 
And I don't know for some universities too, I don't know how much of a setback it is for them too. Because I don't know if they're going to have to graduate a, um, yeah, a semester late. Yeah, for those of y'all or, who were looking forward to graduation in a couple weeks. We, you know, or for some, you know, I don't know because I do know for um, back home in Jamaica, there's there there's still some challenges because even though some can do online there's some who don't have internet access to where they are Mm -hmm. are because many of them they were dependent on being at school and using the resources that are at school there are many of them who don't have that there's still some who are still um basically stuck on campus not able to like Mm -hmm. see their family so there there are just like so many things going on and we know that there's so many persons affected by it but um what we're saying is there's this song that I that I really like. It says, We set our hope on you. We set our hope on your love. We set our hope on the one who is the everlasting God. And you know, it says, I will remain confident in this that I will see the goodness of the Lord. The everlasting God, He's not weary. He doesn't go weary. He He's not tired of being good. He's not tired of um, showing us mercy or being, you know, or providing for our needs and, mm-hmm. and and stuff like that, especially during this pandemic. He's not surprised at all by it. Mm-hmm. And don't feel as if he's, um, he's weary of it or he's weary of your cries, of our cries. And just use this time to just get back to that place with god or if you're not at that place with god just use this time to get there to talk to him to commune with him to have a relationship with him you know friendship he's our father mm-hmm. he knows what we need before we even ask you know before we even say a word and and, and for those of you who are like at home by yourself um without your family without your friends or whoever in psalm it says that he's a father to the fatherless and he sets the solitary in families so maybe right now you feel solitary but god he's there he is him the holy spirit they're there they're your family they're with you now they are there and he he will continue to provide and um I just pray that, you know, your joy may be full during this pandemic. I pray that the peace of God will just rule your mind. And, you know, the peace that surpasses under, surpasses all understanding will be your portion. And as I said, as the, as the scripture says, trust, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not onto your own yeah, understanding. On our own understanding, we're worried. Yeah. We're fearful. Yeah. And just like how we'll always say, be anxious for nothing. We'll say that when we don't have no money. Don't worry. But mm-hmm. hey, this pandemic, it calls. It's for- like it's like for those of you who are out of a job and yeah. there's not really any prospect of getting, getting a, a new job, job because right. of the pandemic. Even, it's not like regular times when you're out of work and right. you can still actively look and stuff like you're just kind of sitting. You're sitting duck. You're just waiting and just trying to see how it's yeah. all going to pan out. There's so much uncertainty, more so than in normal times when you're looking for a job 
Right. And even businesses too. We know that um a lot of businesses are facing challenges and difficulties too. So it it, it is everybody. Yeah. It's everybody going through it. And we're here. We're just we're just reminding you that you're not alone. And we're saying, you know, be anxious, be be not anxious or fearful, you know. But with everything, in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you know, just make your requests known to God. Yeah. He He is here and um just turn to Him. He He will keep you, you know, and we're just hoping that peace will just rest upon you and peace will be with you and that you will just trust in the God who is faithful and who is constant and he's just all these good things you know yeah (laughs) and let's not forget to be nice to each other yes and to be good to each other and to think about um each other when we're in the supermarkets yeah (laughs) buying things and to maybe check on your neighbor who you know is elderly if they need anything and check on your elderly family members and just check be kind check in with yeah because we have time now check in with those who haven't checked in for a while they may be going through something during this time i want to challenge you to Think about someone else, like one specific person. Yeah. And see how you can be a pour person, into them yeah. during yeah. this time and not just, you know, being focused on you. your anxieties mm-hmm. and your worries and you having everything that you need to be set up. Um let's not grow weary in doing good. Right. And let's not forget each other. And let's not forget God. Let's not forget how good he is. And everything has a season. Yeah. This is just the coronavirus season. Season, And it's going to be over. Maybe next week. Probably not. But maybe in a couple months. Maybe even next year. But it's going to be over soon. In the grand scheme of our lives, this is just a small portion of it. Yeah, and it's not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us, mm-hmm. to us being with our Savior, you know. So still live with that eternity in mind, not yeah, just for today. Yeah, that's that's a good place to end, live yeah. with eternity. Yeah, That's the only thing. So we thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, share and review us and (laughs) like us and give us comments give us feedback anywhere um our social media handles are in the description and any scripture that we mentioned um i know i mentioned a devotional book as well that will be in the description everything we talked about and stay blessed stay up don't stay in the depths of despair or anything but we'll talk to you next time bye